marshal of the Wilde and Tausch 2022 Boldathon Parade. Next up, another former Packer who ranks ahead of Tausch since Tausch ranks Domofsky ahead of me on his beat writer power rankings. That's very vindictive. No player very has, vindictive. No player in Packers history has made me look better than Mr. August. I mean, the guy delivered, and I am eternally grateful to him, and we always love it when he joins us on the program. From ESPN, a three-time Pro Bowler, and Jesse being very clever, put, we want the bold, and we're going to score. It is our friend Matt Hasselbeck on Wilde and Tausch. Hass, good morning. How are you? Hey, what's up, fellas? Jason, making you look good. It's not easy to do. I'm no. uh, one of my lifetime accomplishments. Well, Tausch tries every Especially day. lately, am I right? <laughs> am I right? Am I right? All right. So uh, you gave us some insight the last time you joined us on Jordan Love, and I want to get circle back to that and get your thoughts on him before we let you go. But have you been thinking since we uh, since we reached out to you, have you been thinking about ways you can be bold about your Packers 2022 prediction? Because I know you have to worry about all 32 teams, not just one of your former teams. Okay, listen up. First off, Jordan Love, that, that's old news. It's not August anymore. We're moving on. It's Aaron Rodgers' time. Okay, but listen, this is what happened yeah. yesterday. You now you're like you're talking about something, and then all of a sudden it shows up like on your Instagram ads or something like that. Like literally, I got a call from work, and they were asking me like, hey, we need your predictions for the Super Bowl and for your MVP and all this stuff. And so I'm like, I give them my pick, and uh, I say what it is. And then you guys immediately reach out to me about this. And I'm like, are you guys listening to me? Is this like Alexa or Siri is like my Apple Watch. Big it's, tech. It's very freaky. Very freaky. So I don't know if it's a bold prediction. This is just my prediction for the year if you want it. What I put in yesterday for work, which I, I don't know when that'll go public, but uh, oh, I we said, got it first. Thing. Yeah, so you're, you'll have it publicly first right here. Okay, ready? The Packers are going to lose week one to the Minnesota Vikings, yet they're going to go on to win the Super Bowl this year, and Aaron Rodgers will win his third consecutive MVP. That's what I said yesterday at work. And then you guys hit me up like, hey, you got a bold prediction for it? I'm like, well, that's really weird. This is what I just said. So there you go. Wow. Well, Tausch, uh, not that oh. he was listening to you because he made the prediction yeah. yesterday for the big ESPN, but you guys are on similar pages here. Yeah, I, I actually, and I'm not going to give away my headline for Friday, Old Hassie and myself are thinking on the same page with the mm. offense struggling, but I, Matt, I actually went a step further, and here is my bold prediction. Not going to win MVP. I think there's MVP fatigue, and I think there's enough people that, you know, are going to try and find a way to get somebody else the MVP, just like Giannis and LeBron and some of these guys haven't been able to get three or four in a row. But winning the Super Bowl, and then I think Aaron Rodgers, who's been talking about retirement, thinking about it, I think he wants to walk off, boop, deuces, after he wins the Super Bowl MVP, and him and Randall Cobb call it a day, and Aaron Rodgers ends up taking Terry Bradshaw's job at Fox 
uh, on their pregame show. That's my bold wow. prediction. Well, anything Tell else? Why anything else? I mean, that, that's a lot that's of it. stuff there, Couch. It's got the lottery numbers too. So just I'll stay just say tuned. this: to, to, no, re- to refute to, to refute what you said, if ever any, if he could overcome winning the MVP last year, with everyone, no one wanted to vote for him. He, they had no choice. Yeah. Like he was just a clear MVP. If he has another year like he did last year. 13 wins. They win the division. He's clearly the guy. They lean on the running game. He does it with young receivers. No Devontae. You have no choice but to give him another MVP, especially if he's the one seed again uh, in the NFC. Uh, it's uh, it's, it's going to happen, Tausch. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Okay. And you do not, by saying this, you obviously don't anticipate any drop-off from him, another year older, all that stuff, less weapons, no Devontae Adams. No, I do. I do. In fact, he, like even last year, week one, he literally, statistically, he was the worst quarterback in the entire NFL week one. Jameis Winston and the Saints came and like wiped the floor with the Packers week one. It was it was embarrassing. But like I, I'm not concerned with that because I think he'll he'll right the wrongs. The season's a roller coaster. Yeah, he, he loses Devontae, which is like ridiculous. Devontae had thirty four percent of his touchdowns the last two years. That's twenty twenty nine touchdowns just gone. Devontae's gone. So there's gonna be growing pains. There's gonna be issues. I think what'll happen is this offense will just find a new identity. I love the two-headed monster with the running backs. Um, I really love Aaron Jones. I think he's a dynamic player. I think A.J. Dillon can close out games. As much RPO action as Aaron Rodgers runs, I think it's a real problem for defenses. And then speaking of defenses, I really I love, like, love the secondary of the Green Bay Packers. What they were able to do last year was incredible. I think they'll be even better this year. Packers just need to get an identity on offense without Devontae Adams. And they got to fix the special teams, obviously. And, and then they're rolling. They've got a kind of a weak division, and I think they'll be fine. And, they, again, it's a marathon, not a sprint, and, and I believe in this team. So, Hass, you know, we've seen great defenses have those interior linebackers, and I think Green Bay for a long time has kind of just said, we'll just get guys and put them in there. And they've really invested with both Campbell and Quay, is that? Do you think that's going to put this defense over the top? And I guess where do you think? What's the ceiling for how good this Packers defense can be? Because I think from you know Kenny Clark, and then you go into the inside linebackers. You got Rashawn Gary on the outside with Preston Smith, and then that secondary you're talking about. I think the sky's pretty high when you're looking at what this defense can do. Yeah, you know, I see the I see like those linebackers you're talking about. Like I I, I just think of value. Like Campbell's like a, a value free agent signing, right? Uh, Chris Barnes, value guy, solid, right? But the, the game changers to me to that secondary. Like what Jerry Gray did with Rasul Douglas, as an example, last year with interceptions, pick sixes, Stokes was amazing. Like they didn't even do it. They did it without Jair Alexander. Like those, those gamblers, like the best defenses are the defenses that, that literally believe we can score. Like there's defenses out there that are like, oh, we got to get off the field. Okay, those are good defenses. 
But a great defense is a defense that says, no, no, when we come out here, that ball is ours, we can score. And I, I just think that that's how that secondary plays. And they probably have the freedom to play that way. I know how Jerry Gray coaches, so he's got the, he gives them the freedom to play that way. But when you have a quarterback named Aaron Rodgers on the other side, or you can get up on a team, and then you can kind of go into that four-minute mode with A.J. Dillon and you're pounding the rock offensively, and then the other team has to throw it, that's when those DBs can take those educated guesses. And to me, that's what makes them so dangerous. Obviously, the pass rush plays into that also because it helps those guys take those, you know, take those gambles, take those, uh, you know, basically know when you, you have an opportunity to make a play. But, uh, but ultimately, I think this will be a team that, that it will be, if they, get, if they get to the Super Bowl and they win the Super Bowl, it'll be because of their offense. And their defense will just be, uh, you know, it'll be an important part of it. But it, all they got to be is like top 15, top 10, you know, right, right around 10 would be fine for this defense. They don't need to lead the league in defense. All right, Hass, two things before we let you go. One, um, you started and had a ton of success after Green Bay. You had a lot of different receivers in the different places you played. Aaron Rodgers has made really no bones about how he wants it to be Lazard, Watkins, and Cobb, and then work in the young receivers. I don't know if there's a quarterback in the league that's more demanding and doesn't really like rookie receivers to the degree that Aaron Rodgers does. And when he's had rookie receivers before, he had established number one and number two guys. How do you see that part of the Packers offense playing out, and does he need to be a little more understanding when you have talent like Dobbs and Watson in the mix? Now, I, I kind of agree with how you started that question. Like, the chemistry is so important. It's why Randall Cobb, at, 30, at 32 years old, is still on this team. He would be playing for no one else. But on the Green Bay Packers, he could be a star. Chemistry is so important, and that's what he had with Devontae. Trust is so important. I would say the other guy that I see this exact same thing out of is Tom Brady. Tom Brady gets to Tampa, and they've got a former first-round pick tight end in O.J. Howard. They've got, uh, they've got a bunch of guys. Their third-string tight end is Cameron Brady. And for whatever reason, scouts can't figure it out. Cameron Brate from Harvard, the third string tight end. Tom Brady's like, no, I want Cameron Brate running this option route. I want all your money guys clearing it out for Cam Brate. Cam Brate's the guy in the red zone. Cam Brate at running back. Cam Brate at tight end. He wanted it. And so guess what the, the Tampa Bay Bucks did? They said, fine. <laughs> this is Cam Brate's play. And Brady made it work. I think that's exactly what would happen with Aaron Rodgers. Give him Randall Cobb. Give him Lazard. Give him whoever he wants, whoever he has that chemistry with, and let these young, talented guys compete and earn it. And, that, and I think that's the way to go. And I, I, I trust Aaron Rodgers in, that, in the way that the, the Bucks trust uh, Tom Brady. And, and you saw it. Like, you've seen it with di- different guys that he's just had chemistry with, with Jordy Nelson, Ruvell Martin. I mean, you want to talk about a guy that a quarterback that loved Ruvell Martin was Aaron Rodgers. He made Ruvell Martin Mr. Touchdown for a while there. I mean, that's an important piece of his game. I would lean into it. I would not fight it. All right, last thing. Since Tausch has Aaron Rodgers retiring after winning the Super Bowl, uh, the new Mr. August, who does not face the same challenges in preseason that you did, 
would have to be the starter most likely in 2023. Did you see the kind of improvement from him, even though, as I just said, you faced a lot of number ones when you were having your great summers, and he certainly did not. What did you see from Jordan Love, and can we expect him to be a serviceable starter based on what we saw if he has to be the starter next year? Yeah, uh, listen, like I said, the Jordan Love talk is over. This is not his time. Just, you know, it's over. It's over. And if you're it's a over. Packer fan, and if you if you're a Packer fan, you hope it's over. This is the regular season. This is Aaron Rodgers' team. Here, here's the good this is this is what great teams do. This is what great organizations do. They develop players while they're winning games. So if you can be developing a young quarterback while you're winning another 13 games this year, then you're doing it right. You know, I go back to even how the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid handled Patrick Mahomes. And he did the, what I call the Ron Wolf way. They kill a mosquito with a sledgehammer at the quarterback position. Okay, they drafted, they drafted Patrick Mahomes. They started Alex Smith. Alex Smith had the best Q, QBR of, uh, of any quarterback that season while Patrick Mahomes sat on the bench for the entire season, sat on the bench and watched him. But he didn't just sit there. Like, he was developing. They were developing him. The way they used him at practice, he wasn't just standing around. Even if you went to a Kansas City Chiefs game, you would see that he was doing stuff during the game, throwing during the game, getting mental reps during the game. They were developing their young quarterback while they were winning games. And obviously Patrick Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game now. So I just think like that's the opportunity for Jordan Love. Someone has to be developing him while everyone else in the building is focused on helping Aaron Rodgers get to a Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl, win his fourth MVP three in a row. That was an outstanding non-answer. We appreciate you, buddy. Thanks. Well, here's the answer. Stop talking about Jordan Love. It's over. There you go. Call me next year on him. Uh, or if he has to play at some point this season, we'll call you. Thanks, buddy. Okay. Good talking to you guys. That is Matt Hasselbeck from ESPN. He is our latest bold predictor. He's got him winning the Super Bowl, too. Hey, and Rodgers winning I think another MVP award. You have the Packers missing the playoffs. Is that an accurate assessment? That's not what I said. No, that's not. Oh, what did you? I thought that's what you said. No, remember Sammy Watkins. All right, we'll we'll get back to inaccurate statements about who predicted what. Uh, we need to get to our next bold prediction. We have a duo coming up next. I want to remind you, though, that if you're looking for a unique way to say thank you to a military veteran in your life, you can nominate them for Operation Fan Mail in partnership with the Green Bay Packers and WPS Health Solutions. Continuing the WPS tradition of serving those who serve our country, Operation Fan Mail recognizes military families and veterans on the field during each Packers home game and you'll hear their stories right here on ESPN Wisconsin. The Packers and WPS Health Solutions invite families or friends of eligible families, veterans, to nominate an active duty service member or military veteran at OperationFanMail.com. That's OperationFanMail.com to nominate, nominate someone today. Our Boldathon continues with the duo act of Ashton Rotman and Justin Garcia. Next, it's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Missed any of the show? Find us on Wisconsin On Demand wherever you get your podcasts. It's free, it's everywhere, and it's for you.